Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today is from Psalm, the 45th chapter. This is a psalm written by the sons of Korah, and it's the most unique psalm in the Psalter. And the reason it's unique is it's not written about God. It's written in praise to a king. Now, some people would be puzzled and go, why in the world would we have an inspired chapter in the Bible that talks only about the king specifically? And it seems like this is a king that has never existed when you read the description today through Psalm 45 of this king. You'll come to realize no king in the history of Israel was like this. This is a perfect ideal of a king. So more and more people have come to realize this is a messianic view of a king. This is probably written after the Davidic line maybe had ended. This is written later. And maybe the writer, through the inspiration of the Spirit, is looking forward to a day when a true king from the line of David would come. We need to remember back in the prophecies of the Old Testament, places like in 2 Samuel chapter 7, that there's a prophecy made to David that one from his family would sit on the throne of Israel forever. Someone from David's family will be the Messiah. Many Jews knew this. They read the Old Testament. They understood Messiah would come from the family of David. And so this psalm is a messianic psalm, thinking about that perfect king one day that will rule. Now, we long for that probably, don't we? We want a ruler that we can trust. We want rulers that we know that has the, the best interests of the people at heart. We want, we want rulers that are going to tell the truth, that have a a just balance that applied justice evenly across the board, that they do not show partiality. In our day and time, we can look around the world and notice there are none like that, and there never has been a perfect ruler that ruled with truth and integrity in all things and totally was about the interest of the people that they served and also executed a, a just and, and balanced weights when it comes to justice. It's just not so. We're flawed human beings. So we crave and we long for a ruler that can be trusted, that is filled with integrity through and through. And Jesus Christ is the only ruler that's ever been like that. So as we read this psalm, realize more than likely this is what this is about. It's a messianic psalm. So let's read through Psalm 45 from the English Standard Version. My heart overflows with a pleasing theme. I address my verses to the king. My tongue is like the pen of a ready scribe. You are the most handsome of the sons of men. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword on high, O mighty one, in your splendor and majesty. In your majesty, ride out victoriously for the cause of truth and meekness and righteousness. Let your right hand teach you awesome deeds. Your arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. The peoples fall under you. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is the scepter of the uprightness. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. Your robes are all fragrant with myrrh and aloes and cassia. From ivory palaces, stringed instruments made you glad. Daughters of kings are among your ladies of honor. At your right hand stands the queen in gold of Ophir. 
Hear, O daughter, and consider and incline your ear. Forget your people and your father's house, and the king will desire your beauty. Since he is your Lord, bow to him. The people of Tyre will seek your favor with gifts, the richest of the people. All glorious is the princes in the chamber, in robes interwoven with gold. In many-colored robes she is led to the king, with their virgin companions following behind her. With joy and gladness they are led along as they enter the palace of the king. In place of your fathers shall be your sons. You shall make them princes of all the earth. I will cause your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore, nations will praise you forever and ever. Now, you'll notice this is also a bridal song. So this is a messianic bridal song. Now, for us, it may throw us off as it talks about these these maidens. But we know as Christians, looking back, this is talking about the marriage of the Lamb. The bride of the Lamb is the church. So Jesus, in, in that sense, is the bridegroom. So I want you to think about what this psalm tells us about the king. Three specific things this king is pretty good at. Speech, virtue, and military conquest. He will win all the battles that he will put his hand to. His rule will never be forgotten and it's glorious. So the ideal king here that brings justice. Only Jesus can live up to this billing. In the book of Hebrews, it helps us to understand that the ideal king did come, though, as I mentioned before, once and only once. There's only one person that came as the perfect ruler over all people. Hebrews 1 applies the psalm to Jesus. So you go back and read Hebrews chapter 1, verses 8 through 9, you'll realize this psalm is being quoted. And so we see this inspired interpretation of Psalm 45, and that's what the New Testament does. You'll have Old Testament passages being reinterpreted in light of Christ as we look post-Christ event and we look at what Jesus has accomplished. We reinterpret those Old Testament passages in light of what we know of Jesus. And so with that in mind, we know this Psalm is about Christ. That's what the, the, the writer of Hebrews tells us. He is the true and final king in speech, speaking only what is right and good, in virtue, truly walking in truth and meekness and righteousness, in military conquest, triumphing over the devil and his forces. You see, when Jesus came, he did battle with the forces of evil. Jesus took the warfare right to the root of the problem. Yeah, we can look in the Old Testament and see the kings of Israel fight evil forces of paganism. But Jesus' battle is more powerful and more important because it goes to the very root source of evil. What made these evil empires was the demonic. And Jesus goes to battle with that and is triumphant over the demonic forces. And then when we think about this romantic love component, you may think, well, this is just odd to me to think of it this way, but it makes sense. Jesus took a bride to himself in a union of which every romance is just a faint echo. That's how we should see our relationships, our marriages, point to the ultimate marriage with the Lamb of God. We being the bride of Christ, being married to Christ, having true union with Him, all these are just a faint echo to point us toward the reality of Jesus. Jesus, it's all about Him. When I was a teacher at a Christian school 
a lot of times I would give a test to students and they would not know the answer to a question. And so they would put Jesus as their answer. And I always felt funny counting that question wrong, but Jesus truly is the answer to all things when you think about it that way. And that's what this psalm is all about. So I appreciate you tuning in today and listening. I'm hoping this made sense of a a more difficult psalm to assimilate and understand, okay, what exactly is going on here? That we see that it's pointing to Christ and his ultimate marriage with his bride, the church. Well, I hope you have a great day today, and I hope you join us back tomorrow as we continue with our readings of Scripture uh, on this podcast. God bless.